0: episode 321 how often do you get bored five principles to develop your relationship to the process the awaken your alpha podcast i'm adam lewis walker host of awaken your alpha the number one men's development podcast for inspirational stories and strategies to thrive as a man As a coach, keynote speaker, and best-selling author, it has been my mission going on four years on the podcast to bring you the best, the very best, the struggles, the action, and to share the real journey with you. Please subscribe to support the show through ayalpha.com and join the conversation in the Facebook group, Awaken Your Alpha with ALW. Do the little guy a favor, subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. a gram for your personal Instagram growth branding and management needs so jump over to assistagram.us now let's get into the show hey so welcome back so this week again it's just me myself and i'm gonna be talking about what's going on 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 my mind particular quote that's tickled my fancy and also any of the books i'm studying any of the work i'm doing and my family's over at the moment so so i've just jumped down to the man cave just to really keep everyone up to date of what's going on And I can officially announce today, as of this morning, the front cover for my book, Awaken Your Alpha, Tales and Tactics to Thrive, has been locked down this morning. Um, Thanks to those who had a little look on Facebook and on Instagram and gave their thoughts on the sort of a couple of covers I had on the go. Uh, So that's been locked down for the release in September. So you'll be able to see the results of the front cover will be definitely will be going out there in the next few days, all and everywhere and pre-order will be available in the coming month early bird goodies to go along with the launch. So with all this going on, one of the books I've been reading, and I thought this was perfect, it's been on my, you know, obviously I get recommended a lot of books and I recommend quite a few books to you guys, uh, but The 50th Law by 50 Cent and Robert Green. This has been on my list for a while, but it got new attention when it scored very highly on the top 25 books uh, of all time of the podcast. Um, and what I liked about it the book, if you're not aware of it, is basically focused on fearlessness, on fear or fearlessness and 50 Cent and his journey, expertly written by Robert Green, who hung out with 50 Cent pretty much full, full-time, as much as you can full-time for about a year, um, and they collaborated on this. And I absolutely love it. And I think there's been a little bit of inspiration as well, just uh, if I ever did another book, to really focus in on one, one subject and one of the kind of the elements of Awaken Your Alpha in the book that I've done this time to really just dig in and go deep, deep, deep into one subject. So I like the, not the simplicity of it because it's a very um, in-depth book, but just the fact that he's just attacking this, this fearlessness um, as the theme of the book and, 50, and uh, using examples from history. So anyway, I thought it'd be a perfect book in terms of now I've got to, not going to now I get the chance to um, gear up to market the book, and really it all comes down to you know getting out there putting it out there um, and being bold you know I wouldn't say easy, but a lot easier to create things in secret or create things you know once they're on your when they're on your computer um, you, you know you can be very creative when no one sees them you can do whatever you want it's that first threshold of then getting feedback from external readers and then to the publishers and then kind of that 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 warms you up a little bit but ultimately the big fearful thing potentially is when it comes out when it's released um how it's received it may be received well but book sales may not link to that so you've really got to get out there and the marketing is pretty much solely down to me so i thought this is a, a great timing of the book um to read the 50th law all about fearlessness because that's what I'm going to do. If I'm making mistakes in the next couple of months of this book launch, it's going to be um, bolder rather than timid mistakes. Anyway, I digress. So we're talking. I wanted to talk to you about this. If you one of the concepts I was reading about, which I thought was really interesting, is the concept of boredom and can you handle boredom and what does that mean? Or are you someone who's you know regularly bored and um, just the nature of us in general, as, as, a, as a human race and how we've progressed. Because again, Robert Green is very good at looking back in, in history and seeing you know, good examples of people who've shown certain principles he's talking about, but also good examples of people who really have got it wrong <laughs> or, or showing good examples of, of not, of what happens when you don't have that um, trait or virtue. That he's talking about, Anyway, so we're talking about boredom. I want to start this with a quote by 50 Cent. Most people can't handle boredom that means they can't stay on one thing until they get good at it and they wonder why they're unhappy. And historically, obviously, our ancestors had had to struggle to survive, you know, long hours of labor, um, to provide food, shelter. Their free time was very short and any free time they did have was really focused on some kind of ritual to kind of bring meaning or religion to bring meaning, you know, their life of basically hard work. Um, And over the centuries, obviously, Things have got easier, and with that increase in ease, where we're not getting you know hunted down or we've got shelter, with that increase in ease has been an increase in free time. I'm kind of just summarizing, paraphrasing from a section of 50th Floor, the Robert Greene's book, around about this concept of boredom. Um, but as our free time has increased, a new emotion emerged, um, and that emotion was boredom, which is what we're talking about today. And it's only in this space, really, that the mind is able to roam and wander and never leads to worrying about the future okay now we must distract ourselves and this is where the the entertainment um, drugs alcohol social activities that need for that to fill gaps otherwise you're bored um but like any you know drug or if you go down that that path excessively they wear off um so that's that that craving new ones and i reading this sort of concept as well i thought about myself i'm better now but i do struggle to sit still sometimes and just chill out because i want to not do new things but i want to do stuff very active and got a lot of energy and i like to like to do stuff um don't know if you can relate on this sort of stuff but <laughs> but really this this craving for new things new entertainments has pretty much been the pattern of human nature ever since and i'm generalizing this also means that you know anything that's challenging or is a huge effort on his consistent repetition can be seen as boring. It makes it harder for us, harder for us to have patience to endure the hard work needed to master any craft. And obviously Robert Green has written extensively about mastery and that's what I interviewed him on. And it makes a lot of sense to me. This did get too far down this, you know, this getting bored very quick and just craving new and new and new um, and not having that patience. It can divide your life into Basically necessary and pleasurable activities and necessary time at work versus distractions and entertainment. So it's either you're working or then you're, which is necessary, not pleasurable. And then you're distracting yourself with entertainment, drugs, alcohol, socials, whatever. And that's your pleasures, you know, living for the weekend, that kind of actually where you kind of hate your job and then you just blow out at the weekends to kind of escape the boredom and then back on it. Um, the alternative, so this is what I am really want to focus on as well now, the alternative, so it's not doom and gloom, the suggestion, the alternative. How do you avoid this trap that's there for all of us? And as I say, it's not a it's not a yes or a no, it's not a black or a white, you know, we've all experienced, I'm going to wager you, we've all experienced this to varying degrees at some stage in our life, but the alternative, if you focus on a larger goal, some kind of, vision something what you want to achieve and master over this lifetime right then looking at the steps i always talk about reverse engineering the steps to get there so it's not just mundane tasks and boredom it's okay to get to this point to achieve that you would need to you need to learn the craft you need to master the craft that would help enforce discipline the repetition that's needed and but also while you're doing that having that big vision lifts the mind out of the daily slog the grind because you know it's not all jump up woohoo, this i'm just loving this loving this there's aspects i go back to the book because there's many times it's been an absolute slog and it's but has developed my relentless nature um and the discipline to get it done because i can see i'm focusing on what i want to achieve and where it's going and you know the bigger picture as opposed to this is painful right now <laughs> and just stopping and giving up and going and doing something else so the other benefit of going down this route as you get better at something because oh just thinking of the first draft of my book that was painful <laughs> as you get better at something going through the process and repeating and learning the craft mastering it and getting better your pleasure in the process increases so when you're doing this, obviously start with a craft or something that excites you. You want it to be so there's no clear line between work and play. And then you can really, you know, immerse yourself in that craft mastery because it is pleasurable and it's, you know, can permeate all areas of your life. So it's where that I've said it before, where that work play line is blurred so moving forwards we talked about our ancestors and how they used to you know have very little free time and a very smaller uh, opportunity for boredom because they were struggling to survive um today and obviously my educational background teacher for a decade i really it's just an interesting an uh, interesting approach that robert green took on this and I, I really i relate to this i understand this and it is it is a great thing how education has gone but like anything there's there's pluses and minuses and as the kind of education and resources as i said has massively improved and you know it's it's at your fingertips it's very attainable and the generations as we come up you're able to get knowledge very quick now a lot quicker than you were before you usually had to kind of to get any kind of knowledge had to be an apprentice and really study for a long time whereas now there there's are lots of shortcuts available to out there through technology as well um, But it does mean we're almost forgetting that it, it does take years to master anything, even with this advances in technology. Because that's to every for everyone, because of this kind of fast nature of technology, and you know, really speeding things up and being able to you know learn a good amount in a short period of time. It's very easy to get impatient. You know, it can increase our childish nature of you know wanting things always fast, fun, and easy. Um, you know, and learning. It's great that, that we're able to do that. I like fasts and fun learning. But at a certain point, it lacks that depth because you need to go beyond that to go to mastery. And you really need to embrace <laughs> the fact that it will have boring, repetitive nature to get to that mastery and things that you can't just learn quicker, quick that you need to experience for years and years and years. All these quick transformations that are out there on the, on the internet, everywhere actually. Um, you know, this this book, Awaken Your Alpha, Thousand Tactics to Thrive. is Thousand Tactics to Thrive it can be the catalyst. It can show you the, the route and it, it can start the journey. And that's what I want it to be. Like, uh, I really want it to be a catalyst. And I really want it to get things moving. But, you know, you're not going to read the book and then a few days later we can be a master at anything in particular. You know, you know it, takes, it takes years. And it's not going to be a quick transformation. It could be the start of something that goes on that's how I see it. But I'm not going to say this book is going to change your life after reading it. No, it could be the start. It will be the start. <laughs> so anyway, Robert Green refers to this kind of phenomenon of today, you know, this, this dropping and getting that fast, quick, easy learning and then getting distracted and moving on before you've achieved mastery to the next thing as a, it calls it the short circuit kind of phenomenon. I thought this was awesome, but it was, it makes it a lot harder for people, for us, for anyone to really focus and concentrate on one thing for one task for you know for hours, let alone months and years, and that's what is needed for mastery. So people don't complete what is needed. In wrapping this up, because this is my short show, and I'm focusing just on boredom today. So I don't want you to get bored. Again, this is I really recommend you read the book. It's as Robert Green writes, his books are so, you know, really, you know, quite full on reads quite huge and chunky the 50th law to recommend is under 300 pages focusing largely on one subject fearlessness and fear and the effect it can have on you and and how to be more fearless but in the subject of handling boredom and being okay with being being bored and being by yourself mm-hmm. and it goes much in much more depth in the book you know page and page written on this but i'm just going to pick out the key points here and again We've just been talking about it. there's no quick fix. So I do recommend you read the book, but maybe after you read Awaken read Your Alpha, Thousand Tactics of Thrive, that'll be available for pre order soon. See what I did there. Uh, so here, this is the five principles develop your relationship with the process. Um, so better able to handle more challenging, tough, talks, tough tasks. So this is to develop your relationship or proper relationship to the process. Number one, progress through trial and error. Quite simply, go at it, be relentless. The example in the book talks about uh, Jack Johnson, a um, very famous um, black boxer in the late 1800s and early 1900s. Basically, he just got stuck in and fought many times a year and actually actively made his, fight, his fights go as long as possible because that's the only time really he could get to train and, and get to really learn about fighting was in the, in the arena, basically. He embraced that part of the process and it, I mean, that was a, a painful method, but and clearly that's not a shortcut. He just embraced the process through trial and error, get, literally getting beaten up in the process. Number two, master something simple. I like this one because this is something, it's a good, I like starting points and things to really get yourself going and get some momentum Um oftentimes we don't do stuff because we've got some kind of insur- insecurity that you know, we're not good enough or we can't do it. So start really small and absolutely get that task, get that task done, get that skill mastered, and then build on that because you get a good result. Tackle something simple, basic, and when you've actually mastered that and nailed it, give you a taste of the power that can come. Number three, internalize the rules of the game. In my head, this is a little bit more complicated. If you study purely academic, and you are technically your knowledge is the best ever, they give the um, example of a, a famous lawyer in the book. But theoretically, you are the most skilled lawyer. Um, you know the law, and you know how it can be applied. You go out there, and you have a shocker. You can't win any cases, and this is basically what happened. You don't know the rules of the game. You know the theory, but you don't know the rules of the game in terms of politics, people, individuals, how to play the game and when to you know, when to play your cards in the right way, and that takes years. So again, that comes from experience, that comes from, as I say, there's no quick fix. But these almost unwritten rules, once you internalize them, you do, there's real power in that. So number four, attune yourself to the details. So when something's huge, that can be overwhelming but if you just focus on the details of the pieces or the details of a piece that can be repeated and is a building block to the overall task the example in there michelangelo when it, everything really changed for him is when he just really focused in on you know the individual that he was painting um and didn't look at the whole that is huge ceilings and things but just focused on okay individuals things really started to change for him so Really dig into the details, and I think there's a, a level of excellence that comes in there as well. And number five, rediscover your natural persistence. And this is obviously coming back to the common theme here to accomplish anything worth anything, it takes time. Um, with the book that I've written, it has definitely helped me rediscover my natural persistence. You know, you do not get into lulls, but you, you. Your body adapts to things and your mind adapts to things and things that were a challenge before become mundane routine um the book was aspects of it mundane actually <laughs> i tried to get a routine but it was i had to pay it was really developed my persistence it is hard to manage periods of you know years on one task the book for this particular thing i knew it would be hard so i tried to really like pull it off like a band, like Band-Aid and, and a plaster. I really tried to hit it with a lot of force, enthusiasm, momentum, and really get it done as quick as possible. Um, but when excellence is the overall outcome, it can't be done. And it does frustrate me. I see a lot of things out there. Write your book in 30 days out there. Um, you can write a book in 30 days, maybe the first draft, um, maybe and it. Yeah, again, I suppose if you do, you know, three or four more drafts, over probably 60 days each, then it would be good. So I think it's misleading to say, right, book in 30 days. Um, but I really tried to attack it in a short period because I was concerned about, you know, focusing on one task such as this for, you know, a year, two years, however long. Bearing in mind, I had been doing the research phase of it for three at that point, three years to get to that point. You got to be persistent. I think we're all a lot more persistent when we're younger. So it's all about. Reasons, is obviously, says is rediscover. We've all, we've all had it. Um, some of us still have it in in huge spec, huge amounts. Rediscovering, redeveloping that that character trait. So that was it. Really, this week. I, I didn't want to go much longer. Five principles to develop your relationship to the process. And really, can you handle boredom? I just really want to get you thinking. I don't think I've given half the answers here, but it's more that that is something that was on my mind. Um, I think it's it's really some really key points. Again, I don't take credit. I've you know. I'm learning all the time. I think Robert Greene has put some great points in here and he's featured um, as one of the highlight guests in my book as well. And a lot of times I think when, when people get bored, they try and do more and more and more to distract themselves. And I, one of the key points that came out of my reading was, well, almost like, don't always go down the route. Sometimes, you know, look at it from the opposite perspective, perspective as, a, as a call to slow yourself down and stop searching for the endless distractions. It might mean you spend more time alone and just work on, you know, that mental strength, overcoming that—that what well, is a childish inability to sit still. We know that. We know. <laughs> I think of little kids make like, sometimes, you know, it's, it's when they can't sit still for like five minutes, it's why you don't take little kids to like the theater or something or cinema or when they're really young because they can't sit still for that amount of time. And there's nothing wrong with that. But they're kids; they're developing that. So I think that's just something to, it's something to be thought about. And also, it's them to periods of space. And quietness if you 're able to sit still with yourself and not just fill it with mindless entertainment that 's when the creativity, the good ideas, the good stuff can has the space to pop in and to wrap it all up there 's another good quote I like all of man 's troubles come from not knowing how to sit still alone in a room blaze pascal i 'll see you next week next week. please do connect with me across all social media. I'd love your feedback on the book covers that's coming out, and please get involved and connect. let's, um, let's make something going. I'd love to know how you are Awakening Your Alpha daily, what you're up to, and uh, I'll speak to you soon. Cheers, The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to this episode. I really do appreciate it and I know time is the most important asset we have. Head over to Awaken Your Alpha with ALW the facebook group and get on the inside join the conversation and please do support the show so i can continue to bring you the best in the world and share with you the struggles as well as the highs head over to ayalpha.com to get any goodies that are going on the website at the time and join the conversation if you can share this on and recommend it to your friends this is the number one men's development podcast for inspirational stories and strategies i'll see you next time do the little guy a favor Subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. This show was sponsored by Assistagram.us, personal Instagram management, growth, and branding. Please do go and check that out. I'll be updating you with how the collaboration, how the partnership goes over the coming weeks and months. If you've got any questions, please do ask me or go direct to Zach and the team.